Hey everyone, it's Brad. Quick heads up before the episode starts. We recorded this episode all together in the same room and it was a lot of fun, but unfortunately my personal audio got pretty screwed up in the process. So it's not going to sound super great on my end, but it was one of our most fun episodes that we've ever recorded. So stick around, enjoy the content, and we apologize for the audio. Cue the guitar solo. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Hey, uh, <laughs> welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. Today, oh, yeah. I am recording from Chicago in the same room as Tommy Johnson. Hello, everybody. Oh, am I supposed to say? And I'm uh, Exioc. Then uh, we're never going to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> also in the room with me today is Jeffrey Leadham. Hey, everybody. You mean Nathaniel Kent? Ooh. I do. See, I should have done it like that. Yeah. And not in the room, all off on his lonesome, is Matt Wolf. I'm I'm spiritually in the room. I play Hirak. F's Amen. in the chat. F's in the chat. Mm. Yeah. Bird bark. <laughs> Bird bark. All right. Who wants to go ahead and give us a recap of uh, what we did last time? Or a point of inspiration. Dude, I already got inspiration, so... I do as well. I think it's Bird Bard now. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll, give a, I'll give a shot. So, if I remember, we started the episode um in that room where we saw the runes um we're currently in a temple that's underground or some sort of building and we started descending down into it uh the first room we got into was a dead end with a bunch of sand Uh, we knew that the ceiling was made of uh, stained glass and it had given out so we continued on a different path saw a big dial on the wall a big jade like you really wanted to touch it i really wanted to touch it man it's just a big you know thing i don't know if i ended up touching i don't think i did but it had a big arm on it kind of like a clock and it had a bunch of notches didn't know what to do with it so we continued on we found a room with a dude in it who is not well off um <laughs> oh yeah forgot about that guy yeah uh he was saying I, count the days yeah I, I i used a spell on him that i was able to like see what was afflicting him and he had a curse called uh or he had a f- spell of like active called bestow the curse or bestow curse and he kept repeating count the days count the days count the days and he was pretty is catatonic the right word here he was unresponsive yeah, for the most I'll give part it to you continued deeper um we got into a room with a bunch of runes on the ground that looked like quote not cosmology but com astrology astro no wait it was cosmopology cosmopology (laughs) a bunch of magazines about makeup all over the ground (laughs) uh no no it was a bunch of like stars and, and symbols and uh a big button in the middle we found out that their two were connected, and we went up, and we did a little fun little mini-game, fun little puzzle. We found <laughs> out we had to... definitely uh, didn't take a half hour. It definitely <laughs> did. Some edits will probably need to be made. It, yeah. the, the, the answer was a, a Nickelodeon uh, show that had to do with Zoe or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's, just, that's what that dude told me. 
Is there negative inspiration? Is that <laughs> I don't know. You're the DM. Give him some. Just make him re-roll a crit. Also, fought some... The scorpions? I can't remember. Crabs? No, they were ants. Big ants. ants. That's right. Uh, they're called onkanks. Oh. Onkanks. Got it. No, no, but close enough. Kank. <laughs> we fought some ankles in the... Ankle biters? Some ankle biters in that big uh, time clock room. Made it out alive, thankfully. Stats. Went down to the room. Solved the puzzle. Saw a staircase. Went down. Went down it. And heard a, a laugh or a groan or a... I don't remember. I think it was a laugh. Brad, could we replicate that and get us into yeah. uh, the immersion? Not after, uh, or until after, Matt Wolf takes his point of inspiration. Ooh, nice. Hey, hey. What does one do with inspiration? You hold on to it until the time comes, at which point you are able to re-roll any d20 roll that you do not like. Ah. Usually, like that Usually you just forget about it, though, and you have it forever. Yeah, that works, too. I like I'm it. Okay with that. I'm a inspiration hoarder. I like to keep them and never use them. I only give out one per person per time. Here's what you gotta do. When when we get to the boss on the dragon, we gotta keep uh seducing the dragon and just we gotta that's when we cash in all of our inspiration so we make it happen. I would like to seduce the dragon. <laughs> on that note, let's just jump into it. <laughs> all right. You guys have descended the staircase after acquiring some weird piece of metal with a button on the end. Hey, that's oh, mine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And are now standing at the precipice of uh, what looks like a very, very long hallway. To your left and right at the base of these stairs are several drawers in the walls that look large enough to hold a human if there were to be one placed inside of it. As far as you can tell, this is a crypt. And in front of you, there are a large set of double doors that lead down into a very dark hallway. The doors look like they are blasted open from the outside, as in the way that you guys are headed. And just above it, in the darkness, Exioc, you can make out that there's just a faint little bit of script written on the top of the doors. I, I want to try and read it. Is there anything? Can I understand it at all? It's not in a language you understand, unfortunately. There's something written up there. I don't get it. <laughs> <clears throat> cool. I looked. I look to uh, Hirak and Kent and move them closer so that they can see. Um, Ooh, Kent, <laughs> can I read it? Very unlikely, but uh, you cannot. It is the same weird glyph rune symbols that you've been seeing before. Ah, I see. Any any repeating patterns that we recognize? Can I do a oh. in, what is it called investigation? Yeah, you can try. Okay. Your boy's got a five. <laughs> mm. Something mm. about being in a dark crypt underwater or underground. Sorry, a little hard to focus right now. You was saying you failed. You got a oh, five. yeah, yeah. As you guys take a few mm. steps forward, you feel your feet slosh through about six inches of standing water as well. Mm. Oh, I don't like where this is going. I feel a little more comfortable right now, actually. All right, I say we move in. I'll take the lead again. I'll keep an eye out for anything weird. If we're going to find out what's going on with the people that we're supposed to find here, it's going to be down here. Rope trick again? <laughs> the rope. You know what? I'm down with the rope trick. Okay. I don't like the dark, but um, I'll. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. I get the rope and tie it around my waist, and then I uh, hand the rope to 
uh, Nate and I start making my way, searching for traps as I move through the doorway. About 45 feet behind him, I have lit a torch so me and the bird bard uh, can see things. Nice. All right, so Hexioch, as you take some steps forward, uh, you're moving through these double doors, and the water at this point comes up to just about your knee level. As you take a few more steps forward, you can feel the water slowly begin to rise as your feet sink deeper and deeper into uh, the earth below you. Um, you can see up ahead that the hallway is sloping downward ever so slightly, but the water level is staying the same to the point where you get about 10 feet into this passageway before you are neck deep in the water. All right, so that's only about three feet, though, then, right? Three mm -hmm. and a half feet? Because yep. I'm can only see four feet tall. It is gradually continuing, and you can see probably about 20 feet ahead of you that the surface of the water meets with the ceiling. Can I, this is a little odd, but can I taste the water? Is it salt water or is it fresh water? There's a distinct salt flavor to this water. Interesting. Okay. Guys, I don't like this. I start walking back. There is no path forward. I uh, look at the bird bar and go, I don't think this torch is going to do us much good in the direction we're heading. Well, but in the previous rooms, there was a tall ceiling. So maybe like we're in a shallow, you know, a, a short hallway. And I think if we, you know, if we're right at the edge of it, it might doesn't hurt to peer in at least and try to swim to the surface. Maybe we'll be able to feel if it's a a tall ceiling or if it's another small room and I can try to do that, but I would need to be able to see. Give me a second. I uh, walk back into the room through the double doors where we were, untying the rope, and I start rummaging around in my pack for my journal. And I, uh, while I'm looking for it, I actually notice the rod, and I make note that I should figure, like, inspect that and figure that out. But I pull out the journal, and I uh, start flipping through because I'm sure that there's something here that I'm going to be able to use because I feel like I've seen something in here before. And I flip to a page, and I actually find the notes of the wizard who had the book before me, the journal before me, and the notes of a spell called Comprehend Languages. So on that page, I flip to the page, and on it is uh, a bunch of languages, and so I'm able to put two and two together, and I just start reciting the spell to myself, and so that, for a metagame, this is going to be like an hour of understanding languages. So, Exioc, you actually do know the spell Comprehend Languages and have just chosen not to use it up to this point, uh, which is a cool <laughs> character decision. Uh, thank you, thank but you. But because you've done so, I think I'm going to make you make an Arcana check for this. Oh, brutal. Okay. Just, just for the story effect. Okay. To see if I know that I need to use a pinch of salt. I'll allow it. Hey, if, if only there was a source Eight of salt plus in two, this room. Ten? I said the DC at ten. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Woo! So you start reading through this book. Whoever you took this from made the notes a little bit obscure in a way that only they could really understand the components that are going through it. But because you've been able to cast the other spells... You're kind of deciphering his handwriting at this point, and mm -hmm. uh, it comes to a point where you realize that this is basically just a spell to let you understand any language written or heard. 
you won't be able to speak in those languages. But if you look at it, then it will be as if it were written in common to you. All right. As you finish casting the spell, you see the weird runes above the door start to float above just a little bit, and the curves become straight, and uh, different lines turn into different shapes and forms than what they were before, until it reads out very clearly to you, the way is shut, keep it sealed. Hmm. I uh, recite it back, like as if uh, in a trance. The way is shut, keep it sealed. So the, and I look to the others for a response. The unsealed door has has really weird script above it that says "keep it shut, keep it sealed." Hmm. So uh, I asked the burbard, "Can you do that thing where you uh, made my short made my uh, sword glow?" Yeah, I was just looking at that. Here's the thing: you take a whole g dang lot of damage if you're holding that <laughs> sword, but if you if I cast it on a sword and just throw it into the room, then it'll be on the ground, and I don't think it'll be touching anyone. Do you not have just a, a thing that makes it, I don't know, light? The spell light? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> the spell light? It'd be really helpful if I did, huh? Rip. Do I know the spell light? Oh, do monks know light? Ah. I got a three. Nope. <laughs> really concentrating on my sword like please just um, monks do not know light I, I could cast I was thinking about that earlier I could cast heat metal please don't and like <laughs> but here's the thing I think it would get the water a little bit steamy I think it would turn into jacuzzi which would be nice but also there might be another way to solve okay. this who, water puzzle who, who here can hold their breath the longest Looking at uh, stats for what? Would that be constitution? Yeah. Agility? Oh, constitution. I got a plus one. You know what? Kent, I think you I'm might going. be the one who uh, can hold your breath the I, longest. I immediately just jump in the water. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I start... run after you with the rope. <laughs> yeah, if you want to try to guide me through this, man. I'm swimming ahead. I'm tied oh my to him, gosh. so I'm following. <laughs> Wait, he's just going? I'm going. Okay, but the We're way going. is shut! Uh... No, 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 it's open. There's the, it was... The door that was open had the script saying, keep it shut, but it you can't unring that bell, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I'll allow that. Nathaniel, you dive into the water first. It is, is salty idea. and it stings your eyes as soon as you make contact. This is familiar territory to me. Mm-hmm. You feel at home. You start swimming down, adjusting your trajectory with the slope of the ground and the ceiling as you see it, and you start swimming through. I'm going to need you to make first an athletics check for swimming. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a 17. 17, pretty decent. You are at home in the water, especially salt water. Uh, You know how to use its buoyancy to your effect. uh, And Mm. you start dashing through at a pretty quick speed. Unfortunately, it is pitch black down here. There's no light whatsoever. So you are just swimming in a straight line, hoping that you make it through to the other side, wherever that might be. You start swimming down, and you feel the ceiling come into contact with you about 15 feet in, and you start swimming down just a little bit more as to keep uh, pace with it. You are totally fine on breath at this point. As you're swimming along, you feel just a very shallow brush against your skin. Something slightly slimy. Ah. I don't like that. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, you can do this. 
That's a nice yes! 20. So it comes to a 25. Wow. Cold man. You feel something start to wrap around your back leg as you are swimming through, but immediately just kick off and with an extra burst of speed, zoom down the rest of the cavern until you feel as you get to the end of it, you are like just traveling so fast at this point. You can feel tendrils start wrapping around the rest of your body. And as you're swimming so fast, you guys eventually feel the rope start to tug on you from the backside. Did we get it tied on him? Oh, yeah, I have it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. You guys are attached right now, and you're oh. trying to get dragged <laughs> under the water. You feel their pull behind you. But you make it to what you feel is the end of this. You stick your hand out, swimming down again, and you feel your hand connects with something warm, slimy, and like a wall on the far side. And as you push your hand into it, you're swimming with such force that you feel like your hand moves into it just a little bit, and you feel just the tingest little bit of air on the other side of your finger. Oh. I uh, take my rapier out, and I try to kind of poke my whole, like, poke, just try to get through it as hard as I can. I need you to make an attack. (laughs) Uh, 13 to hit. That is enough. Go ahead and roll some damage. But what are you hurting? Uh, Four damage. With your rapier arm, you make an incision just enough that your arm goes through, and you feel the moisture disappear from your arm as it makes it through this membrane here. Ooh. Magic. I'm going to say we're going to jump back over to the other side. Exioc, you are now pulled underwater. I'm going to untie the rope from my waist, uh, but keep a grip on it, and I guess try and swim best I can. All right. Check from you, sir. It's going to be a ten total. You are not at home in the water. No, I'm not. You almost got pulled under without like a really big chance to catch your breath also. And you hit the ceiling pretty quick as you're trying to find your way. And you only make it about 10 feet through here. Before what? Before you feel something slimy. Dexterity saving throw from you as well. Seven total. <laughs> Exioc, you're swimming through. You don't know which way is forward and backward. You are totally turned around as you feel something wrap around your leg. It is warm, it is slimy, and you feel a tinge of just something maybe electrical that you can't really tell. I grab the rope and pull with all my might on the rope and start climbing it like a, as if I were like fireman climbing up a pole. Before we do that, Hirok, you are also pulled underwater because you were tied onto this thing as well. I would like you to make an athletics check. Ooh. Um... 17. You make it pretty far. You feel the rope like come behind you as if Exioc is stuck somewhere. You've made it past him at this point, but you can't see anything as you're swimming through. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw as well. God. Let's see it. 16. You also make it through. You feel the, th- the things start to slime behind you, and you swim forward, darting through and past all the things. But you feel the rope behind you grow taut as Exioc is being held by this thing, and you try to swim to pull him through. But luckily, since two of you are now pulling at this thing ahead, Exioc, you get to make your escape with advantage. This is a strength save. Yeah. Okay, I just grab the rope with both hands, heave, and that's a 16 total. With a mighty heave, you pull yourself forward and out free of this thing. Um, you guys all make it to the end of this thing as the three of you feel tendrils start to wrap around your legs. I'm going to let Nathaniel make one more attack on this thing to see if you guys can get out. But, rapier, just keep going. 
Would I be able to? Well, it's a uh, wall. How are you gonna miss? Would I be able to? Uh, well, it's a seven I know, total. I know, I know. But I would like to try to punch my way through. Unfortunately, it's only piercing and slashing damage. Got it. I need you guys all to make dexterity saving throws one more time. Ah, <laughs> that's a crit one. Total of six. Uh, seventeen. <laughs> dang, dang, nabbit. Uh, I know I ask this every time, but with the dot. I have a. It's either six or nine. And it's on the six non, is on the circle side. It's not. Okay, so it's a nine plus twelve for me. Hirak and Nathaniel, you guys kick off the encumbering things that are trying to wrap around you. You don't know what they are. It is pitch black here, and you're trying not to scream. Exioc, you feel it wrap around you and start to pull you back. I let out a scream. My my feet are weapons. Do I do any damage by kicking it? Ooh, I'll <laughs> let you give a shot. Yeah, nice. What do I, is that a d20? See if it hits. 13 to hit? 13 hits. Nice. Roll some damage, d4. Oh gosh. Uh, it's three damage. Three damage. You strike through, making enough for your hand to get through, but still not enough to tear through all the way. As you guys are going through with that escape, you see you and Nathaniel both start getting most of your bodies all the way through. Nathaniel, you drop onto the ground in this room. I immediately start yanking the, the rope as hard as I can. All right, final thing. I'm going to have a contested strength. So this guy gets a plus three. Uh, just strength check. Well, so you guys are rolling athletics. against each other? This is way more exciting in person. Can I make it athletics? Yeah, it's going to be contested athletics. Three, two, one. Got a seven total. That's a twelve. No. Uh, uh, you are pulled back uh, into the membrane as you see it start to seal up again. Uh, but you got your breath back. Um, wait, he was pulled back into the, oh, by me, pulling on the rope, or the other thing pulling on the, the other rope? thing pulling on you, pulling on me. So you are now all back in the water. That is to Exioc. You let all of your air out. Slash at my ankles. Yeah. So before you do oh, that, okay. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh, you're all. Uh, 14 total. Yeah, 14 total. Okay, you don't start drowning. <laughs> you may now make an attack at the thing behind you. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to slash at my, like, basically at my ankles. It's a two to hit. Uh, plus five, seven. Unfortunately, you can't get a beat on this. Just a wild miss. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out in real life, actually. Hirok, it is you. Um, I'm guessing we can't talk to each other in here, right? You can try. <laughs> We saw how it worked with me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, I tried. Uh, <laughs> can what is? Can you dry, describe it from my perspective? Am I up against this membrane, this wall? You're up against I, the membrane. You've made a small incision on it, and you feel Nate fall out, and then all of a sudden get yanked back into it. Okay, and I I don't know what's behind me, but I can feel the taut rope. You can feel the taut rope as if Exioc is getting yanked back. Go back. This is so scary. I try to make it through. I'm gonna try to make it through. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna try cutting it with my rapier. And try to make, trying to push my way through. All right, go for it. Make an attack. Uh, that's nine plus. Wait, you guys both have rapiers. Five, fourteen to hit. Fourteen hits. Go ahead and roll some damage. Uh, six plus three. That's nine piercing. Nine piercing? Nice. Yeah. You brace yourself and make a mighty slash at this thing. 
you pierce through it with the tip of your rapier, and then just go all the way down to the point where you make a big enough hole for everyone to swim through, and you push yourself through. Is there... When I land, is there anything I can tie the rope to that's right by me? You do not see anything right next to you, no. Hmm. Well, I start pulling, I guess. Alright, we'll get back to that uh, on your turn. Nathaniel, it is you. Well, I only know the direction of the membrane right now, so I'm going to try to get through it. Okay, go for it. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that hits. <laughs> Six damage. Wait, do I have to hit? I guess I don't know that it's open. Yeah, you swing wildly at it and you pierce it more, but as you start swimming through it, you feel that the incision's already been made big enough somehow you swim all the way through it. Go ahead and give me another contested strength check to see if we can save Exeon. Can I do it with advantage since I have a bird bard on the other side as well? You can yell at him. It's a help. Uh, uh, he already used his action. So I get a plus two to this? Yep. So it's a five for me. That is a natural one for me. Yes! Oh, yeah! <laughs> you just brace your feet, and Exioc, you feel the last of the air escape, and whatever was dark before is now going pitch dark. Ah. As you see the light start to fade from vision, as you feel your whole body gets yanked forward, and the, whatever is behind you gets snapped as you are pulled through this membrane. <coughs> never doing that again not up for a little swim are we oh my no i take a look around <laughs> we made it through looking for anything that's of comfort in this new environment nathaniel looks like 10 times better wet than he did <laughs> earlier he would except all of you are completely dry oh what huh never mind can you uh describe the room we're in now that we're i would love to do that except you can't see anything because it's black ah I don't even wait for him to like do anything. I just light a torch. All right, you light a torch and it strikes up. You see shadows start playing off of the walls in this disgusting room. You see the membrane that you came behind you is slowly sealing back up as if like some sort of intestine Ugh. that is like uh, filling with pus and resealing itself as it's coming back. Mm. You look all around the room and you see that there are cloths hanging from the ceiling strands of just rotted and decaying pieces of fabric that are just dangling down. Is there any shape to them? Not necessarily. They look more like strands than anything else. Um, you see that there are clumps of fabric that are stuck to the ceiling and then just long strands of almost toilet paper-like material that is hanging down in strands like ribbons. You see the ground in front of you is littered with this same material as well. And the path forward seems pretty obscured by this weird <clears throat> substance that could be fabric, but could not be. You're not quite sure what it is. The walls themselves, as far as you can tell, are made of a very similar viscous membrane kind of thing. Is there only one way to go? The path to the left and the path to the right seem like they just curve around into more of an ovular room. And so it looks like there's one path forward, but you can't see super far through the thick strands of fabric that hangs down Okay, I'm going to reach down on one knee and pick one up, inspecting it closely. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Uh, 17 total. Yeah, you pick it up and you start rubbing it with your fingers, and you feel it just fall apart in your hands. Almost like it's made of dust, and any contact with it just causes it to fall apart. You feel like it's just so ancient. And apart from that, the air in here 
is very, very dry. You feel, even though you were just submerged in water, that your lips are already starting to crack. I want to investigate that membrane behind us that we came through. I don't know if that'd be, that'd be just investigation, or would that be arcana check? I'll call it investigation. Okay. They're both intelligence-based. 19 total. You see that it is starting to seal up again, and the water is basically evaporating as soon as it comes into this room and the parts that are still exposed. And as you inspect it, you can see that it's almost like a living tissue. I don't even look back at it. I'm just so horrified after what went down. I'm like, the only way that I'm getting out of here is forward. And so I, uh, with that, I kind of like kick my feet through some of the membrane kind of to turn more of it into dust and I uh, start moving in the direction of the path yeah you start kicking the stuff out of the way and it just crumbles feet you start like moving your hands and pushing through the strands that are hanging down Mm -hmm. from the ceiling and you see just these large clumps of fabric that are in the ceiling almost like spider sacks but made of cloth okay at this I get a bit more alert and you see um all of a sudden pointing out from my uh, slick back black hair just my two pointy ears as I uh, get more attent uh, listening for anything that could be off as I keep moving forward I I think I take an extra look back at the where I know the water is and where I am at now and I hesitate for a second and then I'm going to follow the goblin yeah Herrick is following too but the gears in in his head are are, are spinning vigorously. <laughs> vigorously? So they're yeah. like spider sacks, you said? <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. It's almost like... Have you ever seen like a pile of laundry on the ground? Yes. It yeah. is like that that's stuck to the ceiling. Oh. Okay. And on the ground, too, and like hanging in front of our faces as we push them to the and side. Very strangely, in a lot of the sacks from the ceiling, there's a single strand of cloth hanging down from it as well. Just like a ribbon. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep walking through, listening, and looking for anything other than these membranes. Uh, is there, like, are they close to the wall? Is the wall just a flat wall, or is it, like... Yeah, so the room, as far as you can tell, is, like, an elongated circle. Are, but is it, is it more cave-like structure walls, or is it more, like, tomb-constructed walls? If you get closer, you can find out. I, I go to the wall. Alright. <laughs> You push your hands up against it, and you feel like it's the same membrane from before. So, you're not sure if there's anything on the other side of it, but as far as you can tell, in this room, all it is is that same feeling of membrane. And you look back, and you can see the hole where you guys came in because there aren't cloths around it. But you can swear that like by the second that it's getting harder to find out which part of this room you guys came into. Oh, dang. I'm going to put something on the ground where we came in. I don't know if I have anything that I'm carrying that would not be useful. That's a good Maybe call. Like a piece of, I don't know, what, what, do, what do people carry? Well, haven't you been doing uh, that with something? Wait, don't we have a thing with a button? No, we should. Yeah. Okay. If I have like a pencil or like a, a, a rock stuck on my shoe, or I guess I don't have shoes, but just any piece of thing that doesn't look like it belongs are you, here. Wait, I'm are you asking me in real life or in character? Uh, me? I'm just looking for something on Herex person. Oh, not okay. On, yeah. While this is going on, Nathaniel Kent is attempting to climb the membrane. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. I'm trying to climb. I want to see if I can get a grip at all. I'll say that's an athletics check. 
Dude, you're just going to squeeze this thing, and I'm pretty sure it's a living, and you're just going to get bopped. I'm calling it. It's a good five. <laughs> it is slimy. Ugh. Is this a Jonah situation? Maybe if you had, like, not human hands, you could do it, but oh, you are not getting any sort of grip on this thing. My fleshy human fingers. <laughs> and as you start yes. digging into it, you can feel like it's pulsating underneath you as well. I don't like that. Something else I want to do before we move forward is I want to... um pour some just like a tiny bit of water out of my canteen on the ground see what happens just a just a just a little just a little dribble sure you pour the water out and it is gone before it hits the ground Whew. i don't like that <laughs> all right so i've just been moving in that in the direction has anything changed as i've been moving the claws are getting more thick as they're hanging from the ceiling and you guys have to kind of stay together in order to not all get lost. Yeah. As I, I start I'm, to get I'm thicker, hurt. I stop and turn around, like, uh, looking to make sure they're following. And I see that they're not. I think, Hirak, are you still at the entryway? Uh, I am, but I'm done investigating. I'm, I'm coming up to you. Okay. And I say, if we're going to get out of here, we need to stick together. Let's keep moving. I uh, make sure that we're all still tied. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was untied, so you can oh, tie me. Yeah. You can notice. And... Here, buddy, you need your belt. <laughs> I reluctantly tie it around my belt. I've I've shortened the length between the belts as well. I would like to try to do that at least, if that's allowed. That's fine. Sweet. As long as you don't pull me back into anything again, Mr. Kent. I'd rather be in that water than this. I'd uh, shake my head, point my ears out, and uh, turn and walk. How uh, high above us are these now thicker rag sacks? The rack sacks are hanging from the ceiling about maybe 10 feet above you. The strands are definitely in your face. I have a bad idea. Okay, <laughs> okay here we go. Oh, worse, worse than that water ordeal? I uh, grab one of the strands. Does anything happen? As you grab onto it? Yeah. You feel like it should start disintegrating in your hand, and part of it does crumble, but this one feels a little bit more solid. I turn and look. I would like to pick up one of the strands and take a quick 10-minute break <laughs> as I cast Identify as a ritual. <laughs> I'm using this every chance I get. <laughs> Are you going to allow a DM? Do you, uh, do you tell us that you're doing this? Because Jeffrey's about to tug on it, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I see that he reaches for like the only... like. One that won't turn to, that won't Thanos turn to dust immediately. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I run up and I, like, am grabbing for it and then I pause right before I grab it and carefully grab onto it as to not, like, crush it or, you know, whatever. I pull out my rapier <laughs> and I reluctantly wait, knowing that I have to spend longer in this. Dry. I'm trying to figure out what's. I don't know if a spell can be afflicting. The objects, I think it's a spell that's like in the air, so I don't know if it would work. I know I'm not making a good case for myself because I really want to know what's going on. I'll allow you to identify what you're touching, which is this specific script yeah. right here. Nice. Uh, as he, so during this time that he's doing that, I kind of, I'll uh, pull out the rod that I had found and inspect it closer. You said it takes 10 minutes for you yeah. to do this yeah. inspection? Okay, I definitely am uh, looking this rod up and down. Could I get a visual of it again? You may. So this is a silver rod. It's about one foot long-ish. 
and you see that on one end it's kind of got like a silver engraving of more fine artwork that is encasing some runes that you can tell this is magical in some way. And on the end of these runes, almost like it's holding onto it like a gem, is a little red button. Okay. I'm gonna. So that uh, that's my my initial impressions are I should push this button, but I also take a second to flip through my journal to see if any runes match some of the big written <clears throat> ones. I'm going to call this an Arcana check. Uh, that is going to be a 2 plus 2, 4. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Alright, so I don't I don't remember anything. Um, you're, you're inspecting that. I'm probably about 10 feet away, for the, like deeper into the membranes. And I'm going to... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to be like, like very obviously like trying to get Mr. Kent's attention kind of like holding it in front of my face elevated as if I really want to do this but I don't want to do it with nobody watching but I want yeah I'm just gonna call that a stealth check <laughs> to see if they dang it this is a stealth check that I didn't want to do well no, I'm with. not paying attention I don't think right it's the 26 Okay, yeah. You guys have no idea that he's trying this out. Um, you are fully engrossed in this. You are uh, Nathaniel waiting for something to pop out. So yeah, go ahead and... I push the button. As you push the button and uh, you hold on to it, nothing happens. I let go. Uh, you let go and try to move the rod, but it stays exactly where it was. I start, I yank with all my might. Put. I like grab it with both hands and pull. You are hanging on to this thing, like, both feet off the ground, and it is not moving. I, I, like, jump on top of it and put my hands down as if I were, like, doing a, a muscle-up. I feel like I would see this now. Folks at home, uh, Tommy is acting this out in the living room, by the way. It's great. I feel like I would notice this. Yeah, no, this is definitely a scene going And up. I start grunting. <laughs> As I'm trying to move this thing, I would yeah. like to. I would like so you to just see, come over and attempt to also pull it. You just, it's just like this little four foot gray goblin, just like flipping around this like seemingly innocuous little metal pole. Yeah, you're basically just an acrobat at this point, um, flipping on this thing that is suspended in midair. Dang it! Ah, I drop to the ground, sit down, and looking up at it. I'd like to try to stand on top of it. And get a little bit closer to the ceiling, and make a very good perception check on the ceiling. Right. He's not gonna try to King Arthur, and he's trying to. Let's get an acrobatics check. You just, you just acrobatics. step on it. Dirty twenty. Hey, nimbly and deftly, you are standing on this thing, and you could reach up and brush against the ceiling if you wanted to. I want to do a perception check before. I... Is it just the same rags that I've been seeing? Yep, but perception check is fine. Okay. Uh, it's a sixteen. 16. You, now that you're right up next to it, the strand that you see that Hirok is doing identify on looks as if it is pulsating at the same rhythm the room is. You can say something. Well, I, I look at the goblin and I go, I think this room is alive. I, uh, you just see a, a look of horror just pour over <clears throat> the my face as I realize the the um the gravity of that statement uh and i reach up and try and grab the pole <laughs> the rod again and with that i push the button 
You dropped to the ground with Nate. I fall. <laughs> <laughs> Does he wait? Were you? I was underneath it. Would he fall on top of me? Oh, oh yeah, probably. We'll call it uh, no points of damage because I'm kind. Oh praise! Thank you. I tuck and roll and avoid getting absolutely crushed. Yeah, you figure out uh, the mechanics <laughs> of this immovable rod. <laughs> yeah okay that's really cool that's a bit anticlimactic i have to say i thought it was gonna explode on me i'll be honest uh, <laughs> uh doesn't give you the exploding rod until later all right with a huge grin on my face i look at at uh nathaniel kent i'm like you know i could get some use out of this and i put it in my pack <laughs> clicks it puts it in the back no i didn't click it <laughs> like to sleight of hand click it <laughs> i'm kidding so after about 10 minutes, you finish casting your spell on this thing. This piece of cloth is not magical in the slightest. Okay, so does he tell us that? Cool. But wait, if there's... Do you tell us that? What do you What do you say in, to tell us of what you discovered? This is extremely... Ma- do not touch these. This is extremely magical. I can't believe... I, I used all my arcana to survive the 10 minutes of exposure... <laughs> We should stay away from these. <laughs> uh, can you make him? Che- can you make him uh, <laughs> a performance check that, please? And then I pull. I pull on. If the... he's gonna lie to us like that, <laughs> lie? Yeah, he just told. Well, we. I mean, we're. T- no, I'm talking I'm, I'm, meta game right now. Oops. I say that, and I see their expressions for a second. I say, "Oh, I'm just kidding. I just, it's just cloth. I think it's spider webs. Who knows." So Wait, you mean you spent ten minutes looking at the thing and all you got was it's cloth you don't know? Let's keep going. I pull on the ropes it's and a, start moving Hey, that's just the rules of the game, my son, my brother. I, I pull on the ropes There's and no start moving forward. There's no spells afflicting it? There's no Bird Boy, you're going to give me a heart attack. I, uh... And then after I do, I'm going to put my hands on your body for ten minutes and say... I'm going to identify it as a... As a dead attack. as a dead body. Thanks, yeah. Herek. This body's not alive anymore. <laughs> this has been a use of the identify spell. <laughs> <laughs> but it took nine and a half Can minutes. Can we just put that one in a slots. journal somewhere? Useless identify uh, uses. Exactly. <laughs> you guys start brushing through here. And I'm going to say, why don't you give me an investigation check just to make sure you're not doing anything stupid. Can I do a perception check? Uh, nine total. All out. Nine total is mine. Uh, rather stick with my passive. Fifteen. Can we can, wait? You Will said you... we can use perception. Uh, I let two of you guys do it, um, just because they're in the lead. And so you guys are walking through here, and uh, you see the room is starting to come to a bit of an end, as far as you can tell. But directly above you, you hear. I hold up my hand. Like a like a clone from episode two, like a fist telling everybody to keep quiet, and I point. <laughs> I'm just like very annoying. Taking uh, commands. Looking <laughs> up, you command. see the largest uh, conglomeration of cloth that you've seen yet, as if it's just like a tumor on the ceiling at this point, and you see just the faintest bit of liquid start dripping out and evaporating as it gets about a foot underneath. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't want to be. How here. far away are we from this thing? It is directly above Exioc's head. I tell Exioc to move. Like, I move but how far? How 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 many feet up? Above your head, maybe three. Oh, what? 
So you could reach up and grab it. Uh, but I move forward. I don't know. So I don't move back towards it. Nathaniel Kent. I move forward to get out from under it. Just a couple feet. Can I do a... I definitely probably... No, I haven't seen anything like this. I, I wouldn't even know. No, I'm not even going to let myself try. I think... Th- Does it resemble a bar- the barnacle that I put in my bag earlier? Are there any of those tendrils near me? Any of those, like, things that... Not tendrils, but like, those things coming the down from the ceiling. Rags. The cloth rags from exactly. the ceiling. Are any of them, like, right next to me as well as this thing above me? Several. Does it look like there's something underneath the cloths above? Like, does it look like the cloths are, like, covering something? They look like they're holding something up, as far as you can tell. Hmm. Let's not disturb these things. I I, I, I gesture to move forward. Not. Yeah. Isn't this the end? See, he said it's narrowing. The room is coming to an end. This is towards it's like the, the end, end of the room. Nor- it's like the, the long end of a oval. The short end is what we're at, almost at, right? Right. I, I start moving, expecting them to follow after I whispered and commanded. You feel the rope not move. I tug and look back sternly with the, my brown eyes gleaming in the, in the twilight. I stab this thing. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> with one mighty stab, you reach up and you hear a... <laughs> You see viscous pus start dripping from it at an alarming rate as you see a hand, an arm, drip down from it. That looks like all the moisture has been sucked out of it. It is blackened and covered in bandages as falling to the ground. Standing at about eight feet high is a basically dehumidified human. Oh! Looking at you guys. Uh, Is it eight feet tall? Eight feet tall. How much does this remember, resemble the one at the entrance? A lot. As it swings down at you, Nathaniel. It gets to attack before me. It's not a surprise round. Let's roll. Initiative. Okay. It took some damage, hopefully. Alrighty. Alright. First, let's see. Exioc, what'd you get? That's a crit 20. 23. 23. Hirok. 16. Alright. And Nate. 6. <laughs> Impressive. Okay, so you guys see this thing fall from the ceiling. It is dripping with this weird... Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought it was dry. Yeah, it's dripping with this stuff that was coming out of its sack, but it, like as it is coming into view, like you can see it drying up on its skin and solidifying almost like an outer wow. coating of yellow, like a shell. Oh. You see that... Oh, it has the light? Its fist is rotting as it comes and takes a swing down. But not before Exioc gets to jump on it. Exioc, what would you like to do? It is within melee of Nate right now. Okay, so is it focused on him? It is definitely focused on him. Uh, is it between me and Nate? It is. Dang. Okay, I'm going to uh, take a shot. I'm going to pull out my crossbow real quick and shoot at it. Go for it. Uh, I loose an arrow. goes flying. That's a nine total. Nine does not hit it. Can I see if it hits uh, Nate? Nine does not hit me either. <laughs> Arrow goes whizzing through the other cloths that are hanging around. You see this thing is now draped in some of the cloths that it fell out of, just kind of over its body. All right, I reload my crossbow. All right, that takes us to its turn. It's going to take a fist and pummel down towards it. Does a 21 hit? Just barely. <laughs> Again. Wow. <laughs> you feel this fist come in and smack you. Uh, you take six points of bludgeoning damage. 
And as you are feeling the fist connect with your body, you feel like life is being drained out of you as well. You take five points of necrotic damage. Uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, it's a 14. 14. You feel as if your life force is being drained from this thing, but you resist at the last second and manage to hold on to it. Oh, nice. As it like looks down on you and oh, sees that it didn't work, its other fist is going to come down and smack at you. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Another 21. Oh. Actually, this time it doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be six points to hit you of bludgeoning. Another constitution saving throw. This one's a 16. Okay, that saves as well. You still take six points of necrotic damage from that as well. Additional points? Or it just takes additional points. Five. Wait, so. did you take additional points the first time? Yep. It was calculated. Oh, you did already. We got it corrected okay. for the first time. You guys see Nathaniel just get walloped by this thing. And you feel, or you see him like almost drop to a knee from, and his eyes roll back in his head from the amount of damage that he just took. That brings us down to Hirak. How much damage did he just take? Was that, uh... I took... 22? Wait, was that 22? Or, 20, or 24? I wasn't... He, how much damage did he take? 6 plus 5, which is 11. Oh, and then 6 plus 6. I'm I'm down. He is down. Yeah, yeah 100%. Oh, he's... Oh, I'm down. Yeah, way over Jeez. dead. Uh, oh 5-1. Here, it is your turn. You see Nate go down. <laughs> hmm. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to bardically inspire my Gerblin friend. <laughs> the Gerblin. You got it. Is that the bonus um, action? That's your bonus action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for my action, I'm gonna cast Dissonant Whisper. Nice. I, I like that one. I can also heal. Oh, man, what should I do? Well, you can also. Don't you have a, a, a healing hand or something, or he- healing voice as a bonus action? I have healing word, so I can raise him. But yeah, Dissonant Whisper is gonna do damage and also force him to run away. If it works. Right towards me. No, it just says he. You're behind oh, me. Goes... We're surrounding him at the moment. Oh, I thought. Oh, shoot. I thought we were in more of a line. But yeah, but he's behind uh, me. You're in front of me. And then this tunnel Nate... only goes in one way. It, it just yeah, says it moves first. as far away as as it's. So it'd as be it me, the monster. So it would run past and then, you, and then Hirak. Yeah. So it would run. So it run towards me. Yeah. If... But it would. How how close are we? It would run like past him though so right? we're in we're kind of in a line and it goes me this monster nate and then you but your turn would be up next i'm assuming so you can come back to us my turn is up next yeah i already went and his death saves okay i'm gonna i'm gonna heal i'm gonna cast healing word good call i think that's a good call all right go ahead and roll 1d4 that's a three all right you pop up back to six Ooh. Nathaniel, you feel the world disappear for a moment as you see this disgusting undead corpse of a thing with dehumidified skin looking down at you with sunken in eyes. What do you want to do? Oh, also, Hirok, uh, do you want to do anything with your action? You can attack it if you want. Uh, isn't a spell? Uh... That spell is a bonus action spell. You have a crossbow and a rapier. Oh! Nice! I'm going to shoot it with my crossbow. Go for it. Um, 8 plus 5, tw- uh, 13. Oh, please. Undead usually have low low AC. Go and roll damage. Yeah! I mean, it's pretty much naked, so I would assume his armor class would be low, but... 
Well, it has the the yellow coating of the dried. Oh yeah, that's right. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, six plus three, nine damage. Uh, nine damage. Nice. It sticks into its back, but you see, like, it doesn't even really notice. That takes us to Nate now. You were looking up at this thing, and you see it get blasted into the shoulder by a crossbow. As the word brings it back to life. Even though I'm not inspired, I feel like what I need to do is uh, I'm going to stab this thing first. <laughs> uh, 17 to hit for max damage of 11. Nice. nice. And then, bonus action, I'm going to spend a key point to patient defense. Ooh. And I'm going to take the dodge action. Alright, so because you're a monk, you can spend those key points to uh, basically make everybody roll with disadvantage. Nice. Because uh, now we are back up to Exioc. Uh I am going to uh, raise my crossbow after uh, reloading it, and I'm just going to let another bolt fly. That is going to be a uh, 16 total. All right. Uh, and this is going to be also a sneak attack uh, because I'm behind this monster. So I get my two D6s. Nice. For a grand total of 18 damage, baby. Oh what about your mouth? You also add the plus three from that. Oh, 21 damage. Actually, <laughs> how do you want to do this? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I just, I took aim and I aimed straight for the back of this thing's head. So the arrow goes whizzing through the air and uh, punctures straight at the base of the neck or base of the skull of this uh, creature. Did it do any excess damage? Uh, what do you mean? Like, did it overkill it at all? Oh, yeah. By how much? Could the arrow have then gone <laughs> into me? Hey, hey, this is, I'm telling this. Okay. So the arrow goes through his neck and uh, hits Nate in the shoulder with that extra one point of oh damage. <laughs> Nate, take your one point of damage. <laughs> Give me that one point of damage. Uh... I guess they're idiots. So. <laughs> I was trying to make your dream come true, man. <laughs> that was my dream come true. And so this uh, this monster just having basically essentially its neck cut. It wouldn't have cut from the arrow, but like the equivalent of that, like nervous system, if it had one, would just be a, have been obliterated by this arrow. It just crumples to the ground and I see the arrow sticking in uh, <laughs> Nate's chest and I, and I uh, let out a woohoo and I start doing a little dance. <laughs> and I point at him and go, don't do that again. Game recognize game. <laughs> I I go over to the monster and I put my hands next to him and I wait a couple minutes and I say, This thing's dead. <laughs> I used a whole spell slot for it. I would actually like to cut its head off as it's already dead, because I don't want this thing to find us again. I don't know if nice. that's how it works. Go for it. But I don't want to I take I think you can do yeah, it. A couple post we'll battle stabs. Easy enough. You got it. Nice. Without touching it myself. You have a head. Dude, that was hype. Is this like a Medusa thing? Can I make it look at people and <laughs> make them do constitution saving throws? <laughs> uh, no, turn, you, you try it on Exioc no, and it doesn't work. No, I, I throw the head down. I don't, I don't actually want to carry it. All right. I walk. Okay, I so I after the battle, I like walk up to the rest of them around the body. And I walk up to Nate and I'm like, uh, Mr. Kent. Can I have that back? <laughs> Gesturing to the arrow sticking in your chest. 
You can take it for yourself if you want. <laughs> Ooh. I I uh reach up, grasp it firmly, put my other hand you on your chest. I'm like reaching really high. So I put both my hands <laughs> above my they're like above my head extended fully and I put one hand right at the base of the arrow right above his skin and put my other hand to hold his shoulder back and I go I'd like to assist I'm gonna him with like a medicine this, check. And I'm going to rip it out. <laughs> As you guys are standing here, uh, dinking around. Dinking around? I'm collecting arrows. You hear moaning from other sacks on the ceiling. We got to move. I stab all of the... No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, yes. All right. Yes. So then all of a sudden, a seriousness comes over Exiox's face as he looks at them. Uh, eyes darkening. He says, we gotta move. Puts the arrow back and just starts moving in the direction we were moving before, pushing aside the... the you make it to the ranks. end. There's like a very thin membrane of a tripwire cloth across the ground that you don't see because of your passive perception. Do I see because of my passive perception? Not before Exiot goes through it, but as okay. he trips through it, you see that a little bit more of the sack from behind you starts dripping down as if that was going to release it. So instead of walking through the tripwire, you just decided to cut it down. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay. So nothing happens with so this tripwire. Do I see him trip over the tripwire? Wait, already... did, yeah, does it trip me up? Make a deck save. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Sorry. 11 plus 5, 16. It doesn't look good, but you managed to stay on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, look back to see if anybody was watching. I saw that. Guys, this is a very serious dungeon. If you could take it, thank you. (laughs) I say shut up, and I uh, continue walking, this time more carefully. You make it to the edge of the wall, and it is just the same viscous membrane that you've seen before. I like that word. I should stop using it. (laughs) No no change? It looks like the way, or like the rest of the walls, covered in cloth, but still the same membrane. Scorpion spike! It's a dead end. Should we cut through i'm assuming i'm assuming this is a hallway and i i think we're just this thing we're in is like a zombie factory and i think it's just the other side of this is just the rest of the hallway the rest of the building on the outside should we just cut through and keep moving sounds like a bad idea to me can i make a history check uh sure it's a it's a 16 17 minus (laughs) 1 idiot (laughs) Hirok's talking about zombies, and while that makes sense in some way, it doesn't make sense in other ways. Like, this is feeling something more ancient than just a zombie thing to you. And you can't quite put your finger on it, but it starts with an M. Hmm. Hmm. Getting a real good M vibe from this area. <laughs> not getting as many Zs. Well, that's not going to help us get out of here. You know what helps getting out of here? I, I stabbed the membrane. Ah! What are you doing? You feel the whole room start to shudder and shake, but as you go through, you feel like a pressure of air come through from the other side. Nice. So you keep cutting? I look at the goblin, and I dive through it. (laughs) Head first! Head first, past the rapier, you see Nathaniel disappear through the wall. (laughs) He eats himself, I see, okay. I turn around, scanning the membranes behind us. Hesitant to move through so quickly. Basically waiting for Hirak to go through. Gotcha. I wait for him. Yeah, you guys see and hear behind you stuff starting to drop on the ground. Oh, I go through. <laughs> I peek my ears out, trying to hear anything more. Is there just more dropping? 
I uh, reluctantly step back through, muttering to myself, this monk's going to be the death of me. Exiak, as you are the last one to step into this chamber, the temperature, which was high, hot and dry before, now grows cold and stale. Ugh. And you see the wall of this membrane start pulsating from the outside. You see thin veins that connect it to the rest of the wall here, as if this is some sort of just reading sack for things. Ugh. But you are now Lord on the sack. outside of it in the next chamber. This chamber is circular and made of stone. You bring the torch up that you were holding on to to light it up, and you see that there is like a pointed ceiling that come, that it comes to. And in the center of the room, there is a small stone pedestal that is about three feet tall with one foot in diameter. And it has a small indent that is very spherical, almost like a half dome in the center of the pedestal. Looking around the room, you don't see anybody in here. It's completely devoid of life. But as you run your fingers along the wall, you feel soot, some sort of like blackened material. As you, Nathaniel, are walking around and hold your light up, you can see silhouettes that look like images of people that are these blackened images against, against the walls. When he brushes them, do they change? It just falls off. The images do? Yeah, they're just... Outlines. Soot images. Are there any, like, pillars or anything that, like, could have been used as cover? Like, do I see any, like, spots that aren't covered in soot, specifically? Nothing. There's whole there's body prints of soot. Got it. This is bad news. We need to leave. Uh, I look back at the membrane to see if it has sealed, like it did the last time. Hope and also keeping track if anything is going to try and keep come through. So like basically, I'm still at the membrane. It has sealed. Okay. I okay. So I'm like, all right, this side is sealed. We need to get out of this room. Do you suggest going back? No. Is there any? There's no exit. Is there? None you can see. I still. I uh. I'd like to. I'd like to look at the goblin. And go. I'm all ears. I walk to the. Ha. Uh, with the set with that note, my ears, which were pointed out at the time, drop to the side, and I and I uh, like a dog who got its feelings hurt, like tucks his tucks his ears back into his hair, non visible, and I just with a stern look walk to the center of the room to inspect the um, pedestal. Sure, go for it. Twenty one total. You can see that it looks like there was definitely something that was placed in the center of this pedestal at one time. And, like, looking out around the room, especially from this point of view and with your dark vision, you can very clearly see images and silhouettes of people that look like they might have been blasted from the center point of the room here. Catching your eye with that 21, one of the images that you see against the wall looks like it has extra appendages sticking out from it, not just regular arms and legs. And it's a little bit shorter than everyone else as well. Okay, so I look around. Uh, is it fairly even spread out? Does it look like art, or does it look like people died and were disintegrated and this is their remains? If you're 21, I'm guessing it's the latter. So it's like very uneven, like sporadic. It doesn't look like it was art and purposefully put up. No. I'd say this is a death room. We need solutions fast. Uh, scan the walls. Scan. I do as he says. Scan the walls? It's... What? I'm perceive all around. I'm going to go in a circle around the room. D uh, does he transfer... Does he, like, say all the things he perceived? Yeah, I know. I just said that this is a death room and that we need to, like, scan the walls for an exit. Do I know anything about the 
Did you look at the thing with the extra appendages and that was shorter than everyone else? Uh, yeah, I walk up to that one. Okay. The one different one. I have suspicion I don't like it. <laughs> I, I walk up to it as well. Does anybody find anything? Do I find something at the odd one? You do. You find at the base of that odd one just a few burnt and torn pages. Uh, I, f- I, I got something. I call everyone over. And I start flipping through. Do I see Hirak is already crying, by the way. Pull it together, bird boy. He's just overwhelmed with the death of all these souls in this room. I start flipping through. Is there anything that I recognize? Yeah, it's written in common. You see there's one page at the top that just says, Accepted a new job. Guy's name is Baron. And that's all you can read of that. You flip through a little bit more. And it says, Found ruins. And being sent to. And that's all you can read of that. Keep flipping. Keep flipping. You see one word that says Dirthik. D I R T H E E K. Dirthik. Dirthik, I say. Does that mean anything to anyone? Can I do a history check to see if that means anything? Would we know? Yeah. Or is this... Yeah, you guys can all do a history check if you want. Um, Dang it. 14. 6? I don't do a history check, but I already know and I don't say anything about it. Yeah, you guys don't know anything about it. Wait, we don't? Does Hirak? He oh, he doesn't say anything. Okay, so it says nothing. Okay, I fl- keep flipping. I start attempting to do a short rest. The last thing you see in here is huh. something about an ancient race of wizards and warnings that he is not sure about. I'm gonna pocket the journal. Um, can, uh, with all, can I um, can I keep those on me? You want the journal? Yeah, I just I like keeping you know notes to myself and i i like uh you know if we ever get separated i want to you know double check them and see if there's um anything i need to look back on or uh you know if there's any uh he just keeps talking i i squint my eyes um unbelieving and say i'll keep it for now okay you tuck it in my pack Hurek doesn't protest but he doesn't like it nice I'm gonna inspect. Is I'm gonna inspect the wall closely. Is there any sort of looking for any sort of indent or mechanism that could possibly reveal something? I'm gonna say perception check. Perception, not investigation. Can we each uh, make a perception? Six. Well, I'm starting my short rest. I was perceiving earlier, but then I over the period of the short rest, I'll say that you guys managed to fully mm-hmm. inspect this room. Oh, okay, good deal. Nothing comes tacky while you're here during the short rest. You hear faint moaning from the other side of the membrane, and you keep your weapons drawn on it, but nothing comes through it. Wait, say that again? Nothing comes through the membrane. Okay, good. Hirak, you start looking through, Uh-oh. and you get up on the pedestal and start looking around, and you can see just the ever-smallest hole up in the ceiling. Directly above? Directly above. Maybe wide enough for you to fit through and no one else. Maybe Exioc. Yeah, I'm tiny. Yeah, you guys can both fit through there. Um, first thing is, since we're on, on a short rest, I heal everyone for two points. I rolled a d6. Oh. Song of Rest. Er, Song of yeah. Rest, baby. Thank you, Hirak. Nice. How, did you see, have you seen anything? I've just been scanning the walls, basically walking circles trying to think. So, there are ten sides to this room of, like, like a, it, it's smooth, no, it's circular, you know, but, like, little edges to the walls as well, of where the stones connect. It's a decagon. Yeah. But there's nothing special about the walls other than the marks that are on them. And Hirak has found the only thing of significance other than the pedestal in the middle. Yeah, I, I don't say anything, but I'm looking up at it and kind of just tug on their clothes. And My gaze falls on uh, Hirak, 
as I and I follow his gaze and I move close to him and look up. Okay. How tall is the ceiling? It's gonna be about fifteen feet up or so. And from the top of the pedestal, is fifteen from to like twenty feet. Yeah, it comes to like a circus dome tent. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm, I would like to start climbing. Climbing what? The wall. Well, I, uh, a circus dome. You can't climb the wall. You, okay. A, yeah. All right. There's no handholds or anything. Is it like smooth stone? All right. Um, with this, I say, uh, let me get up there, Hirak. Do I know your name? I do, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me get up there, Hirak. Uh, okay. Do you have any plans? How As do you- I do, I pull the metal rod from my bag. And I set my feet firmly on uh, the top of the pedestal. I click the button, jump as high as I can, let go of the button hanging on to the rod. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say that's a strength check first. <laughs> to see how high I get. This is the plugging an outlet into itself infinite power loop that he's trying to pull off right here. <laughs> uh, that is a uh, nine. Uh, should I use inspiration for this? No, no, that's not what it is. Yeah, you make it about six feet off the ground. You're about eye level with Nate right now. Do you, so want I some, do you want some help there? You're, and you're just on the ground? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm just hanging there. Um, if I were to pull myself up, there's no way I could reach the hole, right? Not even close. All right. I push the button and let fall back onto the it's pedestal. It's not very far. Right, it's just like a foot? Okay, yeah. Uh, and I'm like... Do you want some help? And I, I, I look down like a like a dog who is like ashamed again because <laughs> Kent has just given it to me. I uh, hand him the rod and be like, okay, so you push the button. I take then, a couple minutes trying to learn this because I'm so you, real slow. So you push the button. When okay. you release, it'll stay exactly where it is until you push oh. the button and oh. release it oh. again. Okay. He, uh, Hirak is already emotional, but the fact that there's a hole in the ceiling and he can't reach it is just... He's he's out. He's useless right now. I'm, he can't process what's going on. Now, I'm getting really annoyed by Hirak. <laughs> Brad, tell me if this is correct. Does Step of the Wind double my jump distance? I will allow it. Okay. Can I assist in casting Featherfall so like he has more wiggle room? Uh, no, that's not how that spell's supposed to be used. You can save it for what I'm. I might be when you do. Yeah. When you do fall. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So I'm. So I'm like. Okay. Jump as high as you can and just release the button at okay. the t- at the high point. I would like to all of a sudden with the like just a flow of wind through my hair, just run around and then do like a running jump off of the <laughs> pedestal in the middle as high as I can. Uh, to kind of get like a step before I just jump straight up and then I push the button and release it at the top of my jump. You release and with your step of the wind you make it up and you are basically right above the hole. Like the rod goes into the hole up above and you're hanging now from the ceiling. The hole itself is about a foot and a half in diameter. Not quite big enough for you to make it through but definitely big enough for someone else. What do you see up there? I see nothing. I throw one side of the rope up to him. Yeah, I was about to say, give me some rope. So I take some rope. I'm going to tie it as best I can with one hand. I'm going to say that's a dexterity check. Uh, it's going to be 16. Good enough. Okay. So I'm tying it, you know, pulling it, and I've tied it so that way as I slide down the rope, it makes it tighter. That kind of a knot. Smart. And so I'm, you know, being a sailor, I'm used to tying these kinds of knots. <laughs> and so I... Uh, I slide down the rope, bring it down to them, and I go, I won't be able to follow you guys there, but this is as good as I can do. Well, maybe I can find a way, and I just start climbing. I, I stop. What My it, name? Um, no, it's edge. a knife's edge. Yeah. I stop knife's edge, and I say, we make an okay team. 
<laughs> I look at him, give a give a slight nod. No words. Yep. And I follow up behind Hirak. Alright. Hirak, you make it up to the top first. Mm-hmm. You see a, another chamber that is very similar to the one below it. Except as you get to the top, you see that the ground beneath you is transparent. And you can see directly into the room below you, almost like a, a one-sided mirror. Oh, interesting. On the far wall, you see a staircase leading downwards with a large stone button to the left of it. And then behind you, you see another door that leads into a hallway that you can't see down. Can I follow up behind him? Yeah. I... Okay, with that, I'm going to reach down and grab the rod, pushing the button, and rope and all. Pushing the button, releasing it, bringing it up above the hole, and pushing the button again, holding it there. It was already above the hole. Oh, what's above the hole? Oh, and I raised it a little higher. Okay. So he physically can't... Just about eye level. ...get through that hole? Is... Hmm. No, you guys are both through, and Nate is too big. It's a, it's a, it'd be too tight of a squeeze. Can't get my broad shoulders through there, you know? All right, uh, so I start walking around, and I go, Hey, Mr. Kent, I can see you. But you can't see me because I'm looking through the floor. Yeah. Do I, I hear it coming from the hole as well, so I'm just, like, really confused. <laughs> uh, I'm going to inspect the non-button door first. Okay, it looks like a hallway that leads straight down further into darkness. Is it a doorway or a closed door? Doorway. Oh, okay. Uh, looks like we might be able to keep moving this way, but we need to get Mr. Kent up here. And I look towards Hirak. I look at the button and then look at him and then shake my head no. <laughs> um can you describe that you said there's a a hallway a set of stairs and a button yeah so there's a set of stairs leading downwards in a spiral and there's a large button to the left of that stairway okay i uh, without touching the button i go down the stairs it's a spiral staircase that only goes down about 15 feet until you are met with a stone wall you see anything i'm standing at the top of the stairs yeah uh inspecting I'd like to investigate the button. 23. It is not trapped. Okay. So the button will trigger whatever it triggers, but not trigger something on me in in a trap form. Okay. I I understand. Hirak! Anything? I I run up the stairs to him. Was there anything down there? No. (laughs) Um, I'm really nervous about that button. I think it's going to... I don't know. It's either going to open the stairs or or kill him either way i don't think it'll hurt us but i <laughs> so i as as i was uh as hirak was talking i was raising my finger towards the button but then when i heard the words that it would kill him i immediately freeze raising my eyebrows realizing oh like right this like that's the death chamber down there <laughs> yeah um do i hear any of this <laughs> oh yeah uh god Typical. Oh, guys. He can't, go back, he can't go back into the... Through the membrane. Push the button. <laughs> and I climb the rope as high as I can. Before, like, I get to that area. That way... So, you case... poke, so you're poking your head through the hole? Yeah. I'm poking I, my head. I look That's at you, I go, <laughs> I go, you really want me to do that? As so like, I get the hole to close, then you get... We get beheaded. I don't want to be stuck here. Don't leave me. Um... Okay, I push here's, the button. Uh, here's what you do. You push the button, Exioc. You hear mechanical whirring from below. The stairway that leads down, you see in the circular room, a doorway opens up 
that connects to the stairs. Here, I takes a big breath. <laughs> Slide down the rope. Let's go! And I go up the stairs. You guys are all upstairs. Congratulations. I, I grab the rod immediately, put it in my pack, and uh, start pulling up the rope. Nice. You are all up here, up in this top room, and in front of you is that dark hallway that leads further than 50 feet. I say, I have a uh, essentially belt of rope pre-made, and I just look at you. I, I look back with the most like disdainful look and regretfully put, like, uh, allow this to happen and put it on again. <laughs> but I say, but I say, if you pull me into something again. Understood. And I uh, start walking down the tunnel, knife in hand, left hand against the wall, scanning for traps, ears pointed out. You start walking down here. You hear and feel a gust of wind come down the hallway towards you. And ever so slightly, you hear... Does everyone hear it? Everyone hears this. Followed by... <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, Dang. I freaking knew it. I freaking knew Dang it. it. Oh. And suddenly my voice is so much better. Can you believe that? That's crazy. <laughs> that was oh, a crazy sound. This is the end of the episode. And Woo-hoo. we have some things to say in this outro where I'm pulling up right now. So first of all, we want to give a massive shout out to our patrons, our denizens of Yetzirah, the people who make this channel's growth possible. Starting off today with Meg the Manic Pixie, now promoted to her new position as assistant to the manager, Meg decided to take her hard-earned gold and get a custom nameplate engraved with her name and new title on it. Very prestigious of you, Meg. Very bougie. Keith, the captain of the Destune Fire Brigade, found a baby Platadil hiding in the rubble outside of the rest Aww. pit. Since it wasn't a fire, though, Keith had no business with it and left it there. Aww. Brutal, but I understand. I understand. <laughs> Where we last, last left, Joe, the scrawny Goliath, was recently massaged by big old Borden. But he looked in the mirror this time, and he had an existential crisis, so he decided... To get swole and get yoked to get that diesel. <laughs> That's not what I wrote at all. <laughs> Derek, the hooded lifeguard of the Oasis. Uh, thank you. Uh, Derek has been busy attending press briefings in Destune to answer the mysteries surrounding the Oasis water. But all the reporters ever want to know is, why is Derek... <laughs> why is Derek beautiful thank hey, you thank, thank you patrons we appreciate thank it thank you to our patrons and you can check us out at patreon.com slash fire and dice if you are interested in becoming a patron next up we wanted to remind you guys to subscribe wherever you listen to this about 75% of you listen on Spotify just click the follow button there so you always get notified when a new episode comes out mm-hmm. if you don't mind writing a good review for us that helps put us up in the charts as well to help the channel grow thank you everybody to listening we want you to check out our Instagram our Twitter our Reddit that we just got started up and running that has recaps and everything and our Facebook send us your fan art if you got it post it on our Facebook page DMS whatever it takes And lastly, but not leastly, we have audio credits for all of our background music that goes into the episodes for legal reasons on our Facebook page. So if you are interested in uh, looking at where we get our audio from, or if you are someone that's trying to sue us, that is where we have our audio (laughs) stuff. (laughs) The bright side of things. Exactly. But with that, 
Thank you guys for listening in, and we will catch you next time on Fire and Dice. See ya. All right, see ya.